0: I'm Tisha Bader and in the news, marking 50 years since the brutal murders of 11 Israeli athletes and coaches at the Olympic Games in Munich, Germany in 1972, at the hands of Palestinian terrorists. Marking the commemorative anniversary with official state ceremonies held in Munich, attended by Israel's president, the families of the slain athletes, and other dignitaries and Olympic athletes where the president of Germany apologized for his country's part in the tragedy, a long awaited apology and a compensation agreement after a five decades long fight for some measure of justice. While also present at the ceremony in Munich was Yael Arad, the first Israeli ever to win an Olympic medal. 20 years after the Munich attacks, Yael won the silver for judo in 1992 at the Summer Games in Barcelona. She dedicated that medal to the memory of the Munich Eleven. Last year, Yael was appointed president of the Olympic Committee of Israel, and we are so honored to have her join us now from Israel here on JBS. Yael, thank you for taking the time.
1: Hi, Desha. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me and hosting me. And uh, yes, it's... Uh... It was a great honor uh, to lead uh, the the Israeli delegation uh, with the families and uh, all the the distinguished uh, guests that we had uh, through this uh, ceremony in Munich. It was a very moving uh,
0: ceremony. I can't imagine, What what was the atmosphere like? Give us some idea, take us there if you can. So first of all, uh, as you
1: described before, you know, uh, we had a uh, few months, uh, very tough uh, month uh, with uh, the negotiation uh, of the families with the uh, German authorities. Uh, it felt like, uh, you know, a f- few weeks before, it felt like we will not uh, be attending uh, to the ceremony. Uh, I was involved behind the scene uh, with the families and with the uh, President Herzog that uh, we really did a lot of efforts together with uh, the President of Germany, Mr. Steinweier, uh, to try and help uh, and bring together, you know, the understanding between the families and the, and the government, uh, the German government. Uh, so, you know, once the agreement was signed and uh, we understood that... Uh, we are going, we're heading uh, to the ceremony. At the Olympic Committee, we had to uh, bring together all the families uh, in, in less than three days. And uh, bring. we actually, we, we hired a plane, a private plane uh, from one of our sponsors, Arkea, And uh, we, you know, we had to bring uh, over 100 people to Germany, so it was, really uh, uh, very emotional on one one side and uh, a lot of responsibility on the other side because uh, everybody expected us, you know, to be able to bring them uh, to Germany. Uh, Of course, together with uh, many reporters and uh, press that uh, came with us, the ceremony was, uh, it's not only the ceremony because, you know, just to get to Germany and you know that, We, we all know that uh, not only the massacre is, is part of the uh, heritage, you know, between uh, Germany and Israel, of course, also the Holocaust. So for these families, uh, some of them never uh, went to Germany and uh, uh, in general, and, and particularly to Munich. So, so it was very emotional, only this. And then they, most of them came with uh, the children and the grandchildren. So they felt like you know they the, I don't want to say winners but they felt like it's it's uh, uh, they come with a legacy they they left behind uh, their, the victims but they, they come back uh, uh, stronger not only with the, the agreement but also uh, with big families uh, so this is uh, for the beginning was very emotional and then. Of course, the two ceremonies, one was the the preliminary uh, ceremony that was in the Olympic Park, only for the families and some some of the, like the Munich, the mayor of uh, Munich and uh, some other uh, uh, important uh, people from the German delegation. And of course, the Ministry of Sport uh, in Israel, Mr. Tupper. Uh, and and there we had a very emotional ceremony, and and then we went to the big ceremony that you probably uh, saw on TV.
0: You know, Yael, there's there's so much here that you just described, so many levels of emotion, of historic significance in this ceremony and everything leading up to it. Um, I just want to go back a little bit you were talking about the many months and actually years of, of talks between Israel and Germany, between the families of the slain athletes and the German government to get compensation, to get an apology, that, that seemed to me to be even greater uh, than the compensation, an apology, an acknowledgement of, of epic failure, of catastrophic failures on the part of Germany, of course, the, the, the attack was carried out by Black September, which is was a Palestinian terrorist organization. But Germany, if people don't know, failed in so many ways in their response. Firstly, there was apparently intelligence information that they received before the attack that something could happen, that something like this could happen. They did not act on that.
1: Yeah, there were 17, 17 uh, you know, preliminary uh, uh signs that uh, something is going to, to happen and uh, uh, nothing, they even didn't uh, brought it to the knowledge of, you know,
0: the uh, the intelligence. That's just tragic. You know, I, yeah. I didn't realize there were 17. I mean, that's crazy yeah. and, and just such a missed opportunity to have perhaps avoided the, this tragedy. And then of course, you know, not providing safety for the athletes once they were in the Olympic village and then in the absolutely botched rescue efforts and rejecting any help from Israel um, in in those efforts. So there's a lot that the families were expecting from Germany. Do you feel that they now feel that they have some sense of of achieving what they wanted? It's, It's hard to call it a victory because as you said, it's It's still, they have to carry the loss with them for their whole lives. But do you feel like what was received gave them some sense of comfort, some sense of closure?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, it's, let's call it uh, maybe a relief, you know, a closure and a relief. Uh, As Anki Spitzer said, uh, the widow of uh, Andrew Spitzer, the fencing uh, coach, uh, uh, she said you, you can never you know rest or, or think that uh, you know uh, it's it's the end of uh, the suffering uh, uh, always the families remember on top of everything you described you know that the victims they were like uh, I don't know i call it in english but uh, their hand their hands were uh, before their the, the helicopters were were bombed so in the room, and then in the helicopters, uh, they were like this. How you how you call it? Their hands were were tied. Yeah, yeah the hands were tied, and uh, they, they 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 were suffering a lot. You know, the two of the members of the delegation, they were killed, murdered in the room where they were bloody. You know, uh, they were uh, lying in the room uh, where all the the other members, the nine members, were there, and they saw they're dying in front of them. So for the families, and they describe it many times that uh, knowing that their uh, uh, beloved ones uh, suffered so much uh, in between uh, taking as hostages till the bitter end, it's also something that they carry with them. You know, we were, we were uh, uh, in the end of the, these two days, they ask us to take it, them to Connolly. Uh, Thirty-one is the street where once it was the Olympic uh, uh, Village, but now it's uh, like a street where people are living mm. in the former Olympic uh, uh, Village. And the, the same building, an apartment, where, where they they uh, were hostages and died later on. So uh, uh, v- we visit there with us. Almost 70 uh, family members, and uh, uh, so they saw where their beloved one, you know, took his hostages, and uh, and uh, they, they understood, you know, uh, how the uh, the terrorists uh, knocked on the other doors, and people didn't. Open quarter to five in the morning, and uh, and and that uh, you know there were there was one uh, Israeli uh, athlete that uh, ran away, Mr. Tabari. He ran away, so he described to them. They came with us, all the the former members. So he described to them how he did it and uh, what he saw, uh, and other members. So. On one part, of course, it's a relief, and, and uh, they, they feel that uh, there is a closure. On the other part, they are carrying for the rest of their, their life uh, this, uh, you know, uh, pictures, uh, the, the acknowledgement that uh, their beloved one suffers so much, and you know that knowing very well these uh, these family members, you know, uh, some of them are. are Sisters and brothers to uh, a hero uh, athlete uh, that uh, was 18 years old when he went to the Olympic Games in Munich, and uh, you know, like Tali Slavin uh, that uh, was eight years old when Mark Slavin uh, was murdered. So her parents, you know, they they uh, they got really so um, they, they were. Uh, so uh, uh, miserable, you know, from from what happened. And uh, as a eight years old uh, uh, child, uh, imagine yourself how she suffered growing uh, with her brother and then another sister, Mika, uh, was born. Uh, And back then uh, in 72, also in Israel, we didn't know how to, uh, you know, take care of of, uh, this kind of, family member with, with uh, this catastrophe. So there are so many stories uh, behind the scene that uh, these families are su- suffering until today uh, with, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, some dreams at night and uh, and uh, a lot of uh, sorrow. So yes, there is a relief. Yes, uh, it's a closure, but they carry it for the rest of them, their lives.
0: Absolutely. You're talking about, deep trauma. And, uh, I, I can only imagine you were talking about not only were the widows there like Anki Spitzer and Ilana Romanov and these families who, you know, the athletes had wives, children, uh, brothers and sisters, parents. Yeah. And I'm thinking about these children who grew up hearing about their father, let's say, or their brother and being too young to really remember now yeah. going to that event. I, it, It is, it's a huge and and such a heavy weight to it.
1: Yeah, by the way, uh, we didn't talk about the survivals, but uh, they also, you know, from Mr. Shachamorov that uh, was a runner, uh, herders uh, 100 uh, meters uh, that went, she she was the only uh, athlete that uh, continued to Montreal 76 and uh, went to the final. Her coach Amitso Shapira that uh, took her since she was fourteen, and uh, she grew up with him, and uh, he was murdered. So, but all, all the other survivors that also came with us to Munich and are part of the family, the Olympic family, you know, they they suffered also a lot. Uh, uh, some of them uh, are in post-trauma until today yep. and uh, suffering a lot, uh, uh, and. It's really, I, I don't, you know, uh, we know, uh, unfortunately, we know uh, a lot of stories uh, about uh, terror attacks in Israel, but this kind of story with, you know, the, such horrible uh, murder, brutal murder on one hand, such a disaster of, uh, you know, the German uh, police and the forces, uh, special forces that didn't do anything or ran away. Such an ignorant of of, uh, of the government that uh, you know it, it's hard to understand. And also, the president of Germany was brave enough to say to say that he, no one can understand why it took five decades uh, that uh, they will take the responsibility and open their archives and uh, and show the files and the information and share with with families, with Israel, with the world, uh, and and. and and apologize, and yes, also, it's not enough to apologize and then take responsibility only in words, you know? It's about time that uh, they give some compensation. You know, sometimes people ask me, uh, uh, why do you need compensation, you know, for the families? Uh, uh, It's all about money. No, it's not all about money. It's all about responsibility. It's all about how much they suffered. It's all about how ignorance uh, was there. And yes, it's not enough to to give words, you know, these Absolutely. people,
0: these Absolutely. people so much that, yes. Uh,
1: yes, they, they deserve, they deserve also uh, some uh, compensation, it's, it's, it's okay.
0: Right, you know? it's, it's, it's what it symbolizes, those, that compensation is an acknowledgement, is a taking of responsibility, as you said. Mm-hmm. I want to talk for a minute about your Olympic journey. You were a small child when the massacre happened. I don't know if you have any memory of it as a child, but I know growing up in Israel, I'm sure this was in your subconscious, in your consciousness. Um, what what did you know about it at the time, and how did that impact your own Olympic ambitions? Yes, so I
1: was uh, five years old when it happened. I, you know, I only uh, remember uh, like uh, short uh, notes from from this, but as I grew up as an athlete. An Israeli athlete, and we grew up uh, uh, on the heritage of of, uh, these uh, eleven heroes. And uh, uh, you know, when I when I uh, went to the Olympic Games in Barcelona, I was 25 years old. It was, as you said, before uh, 20 years after. So I felt I was already like third in the world and a very successful uh, judo player. And uh, I felt that I liked to go before the games and visit the widows and meet them because I felt that uh, I like to tell them that we didn't forget uh, their uh, beloved ones and they are part of us and we're going to compete also uh, in their name. So I went to visit Anki Spitzer and Ilana Romano and I sat with them and uh, they showed me some pictures and albums, you know, and, uh, and uh, they told me all the, the stories uh, and behind the, behind the scene. And when I left the house, I promised myself that uh, if I will win an Olympic medal, uh, I will uh, dedicate it to the memory of uh, the the victims and, and to the families. And when I stood there on the podium for the first time for the for Israel, you know, the first Olympic uh, medal ever, I knew that I knew that they will take me uh, later on to a press conference with uh, 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 journalists from all over the world that come to meet uh, the first Israeli to win a medal. And uh, when I when I went to this room. It, were I think 100 uh, journalists with all uh, languages. So I, I went to the uh, you know uh, there and I, I said of course in English. I told them you know uh, today we, clo- we we have closed the circle in the for the Israeli sport. Today we uh, demonstrate to the world that uh, uh, the Israeli sports is here, powerful, and uh, and uh, there I dedicated. The medal to the victims, and for me, it was a very special moment that I could uh, connect between the saddest day for the Israeli sport to the happiest day until then, and uh, it, it was very emotional for me and also for the family. So today, when I'm, you know, the the chairman of the Israeli uh, Olympic uh, Committee, when we commemorate uh, this event. Uh, f- the fiftieth uh, year. I also, for me, it's uh, like a circle to close. And I, I just like to share with you another thing. Uh, uh, first of, you know, we are going to, to do a, an awareness campaign in Israel for the youth, and for the public, in order the, uh, for them to know uh, uh, who were uh, our eleven uh, uh, delegation member. You know, it's not only athletes; it were referees and uh, coaches. And we're doing it uh, with the social media. Uh, we have a, a partner, uh, uh, advertisement agency in Israel, a publicist that is doing pro bono with us. We have a special logo. We're going to, to do with the TV uh, channels. They're going to change the logo for one day. Uh, we're going to do a lot with the, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, that are going to give us pro bono. Uh, in order to, to uh, I don't want to to say teach, because you know, uh, it's like educational, it's all, always uh, a bit uh, uh, difficult with the uh, youngsters, but uh, to share with them the knowledge uh, about these uh, uh, athletes, heroes, uh, who they were, what sport they did, what uh, they love to do, and what happened to them. And also we're doing, a, we're publishing a book, uh, uh, which, Every family, we ask them to uh, write a, a letter to their uh, uh, family member that uh, was murdered. What happened in these 50 years? What happened to the family? Mm-hmm. What happened in Israel? How they feel? And we're going to publish it. It's for it's, it's only you know for the ecosystem of the sport and the leaders in Israel. Uh, uh, so. We are doing a lot of uh, commemoration uh, uh, in this uh, year. And also, last thing, uh, the Israeli Football League in, in uh, the next week, which will be the week of the Jewish calendar of the massacre. It's a cafe in Elul, it's the 21st of uh, September. Uh, we're going also to do a very big ceremony in Israel, but the Israeli league Football League will go, uh, the presentation of the, of the players will be with their t-shirts where they have the 11 uh, number on their uh, back and, and, uh, chest and the name of each uh, uh, victim will be on their uh, uh, shirt uh, of each one of them, the 11 uh, victims. And they will present like this on TV in front of all the crowd in all seven games in the Premier League of Israel, which is also part of the commemoration we're doing uh, uh, this September.
0: That's incredible, Yael, and I just, I wanna go back and just acknowledge what you did when you were 25 years old, even before you won, that you went to the families and you met with them. That was just a lovely gesture Mm -hmm. and you know, something I hope that you can take pride and comfort in as well, that you were able to sort of bring that conclusion as you said. Yeah. The tragedy and the joy exists as so many things in, in Israel and in Judaism, we see that you know, these things coexist together and you don't forget one for the other. Both can be together in the same time. And that's seems to me what what these commemorations um and, and as you said, the the victory of. Of reaching an agreement with Germany, getting an acknowledgment, going to the ceremonies, and hearing those words from President Steinmeier saying, "I am ashamed. Please forgive. Please, I'm asking for your forgiveness." Um, I cannot, you know, imagine the momentousness of that of that occasion. And Yaël, before I let you go, I just wanted to ask you about being president of Israel's Olympic Committee. You know, when the attacks happened, it was unimaginable because the Olympics are this amazing gathering of, of the nations, of countries, of the world for in sport, yeah. in unity and camaraderie. And that is what the Olympics strives to be. And yet this horrible thing happened. How do you, as the head of Israel's Olympic Committee, how do you see what is your ideal going forward, carrying the Olympic torch, so to speak, which you've done and um, what, what is your vision for what the Olympics can be? and in this position you're in now.
1: So I think uh, that the victory of the Israeli sport is, uh, you know, uh, continuing, uh, uh, competing uh, internationally, uh, winning on in every uh, country, uh, uh, showing our flag and, and uh, abilities uh, around the world. Uh, it's not only for Israel, also for the Jewish uh, community around the world, and uh, of course uh, playing at uh, tikva like we did in Tokyo twice with uh, two gold medals in gymnastics of Linoi Ashram and Artyom Dolopiat. So I think that, uh, and you know, each time we go uh, to the Olympic Games, our delegation is going, first of all, to the um, the place where we have uh, 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 a gathering place uh, for the, uh, for the Munich uh, massacre in Tel Aviv. And they go with uh, some of uh, representative of the families, and they they tell the story uh, to the, these young athletes. Uh, every time, you know, when we are 25, we think we are uh, grown up. But uh, each generation, we like them to uh, uh, to know the story and to take this uh, spirit with them, knowing that uh, they're representing not only themselves, the country, but also the heritage of the victims. So. You know, we we have a strong belief in the Olympic uh, movement and uh, me uh, individually, but also us as a, a, a Israel Olympic Committee, uh, we believe that uh, the Olympic movement is uh, uh, the right organization, the right uh, uh, place to be part. And uh, we, we get a very, you know, a wide umbrella for this organization uh, with sometimes anti Semitism uh, or, or places that uh, are locked for Israeli delegations. So we get uh, for the last 10 years a uh, very wide umbrella for the, from the Olympic Committee, the International Olympic Committee. And uh, I, I believe in uh, sport. I believe that it's a bridge between uh, uh, countries and people. I also believe with the Ab- Abraham Accord that uh, we are able through the sport also to uh, Uh, have relationship uh, not only in business but also in sport and we're working on it and uh, I believe in you know winning in being the best I want uh, uh, our athletes uh, to become the best in the world to to win more medals we're looking not only at Paris uh, 24 but also at uh, LA 28 which is going to be in uh, the US Uh, and uh, we believe that uh, we can grow and uh, I, I call you know the, the everybody that, uh, watching us, uh, first of all, uh, to join and, uh, and uh, see our uh, social platforms of the uh, Israeli Olympic uh, Committee in Instagram and Facebook. We, have, we are sharing a lot of information. You can be proud and uh, be part and, uh, and follow. And uh, also, you know, come and visit us. We have a great museum uh, in uh, Israel in our, our Olympic uh, building. It's an Olympic experience where you can see the Israeli champions, but also uh, uh, memories of the massacre of victims. Uh, you know, 50 minutes of, uh, of a great uh, interactive uh, show. So I really uh, invite you to follow us and to come and visit us. And uh,
0: thank you. Yael, thank you so much. It was truly an honor to speak with you, to hear about your experiences, and uh, we wish you only continued success in what you're doing and inspiring the youth to follow in your footsteps and the footsteps of so many others and in remembering, of course, uh, the slain athletes, coaches, and trainers in the Munich 11. May their memories always be for a blessing. Yael Arad is Israel's first ever Olympic medal winner. She is also president of Israel's Olympic Committee and we thank her so much for joining us here on JBS. And thank you as always to our director Sloan Copeland, managing director Dara Gallup, transmissions manager John McDevitt, technical manager Michael Paley, and to our producer Carol Lilienthal. And thank you for watching in the news. Be well.